0: Welcome, friends, to our Christmas week Buckeye Talk lightning round. I'm Doug Maurice. It's Christmas Day in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am here to drop your headlines for this Ohio State-Clemson matchup in the Fiesta Bowl, a college football playoff semifinal on Saturday. Stephen Means, Nathan Baird, and I are here in Arizona to cover it for Cleveland.com. We're doing daily Buckeye Talk podcasts out here in Arizona We hope you're listening to those, and these are your Buckeye Talk headlines to get caught up with what's going on with Ohio State as they prepare for this number two versus number three showdown in a college football playoff semifinal. Clemson's Trevor Lawrence and Ohio State's Justin Fields have known each other for years. They both grew up in Georgia, about 20 miles apart from each other, but they did not play against each other in high school. They were in different um, divisions. They did not get that opportunity. They certainly knew of each other. And Trevor Lawrence out here this week said that he's friendly with Justin Fields. They aren't the best of friends, but they certainly know each other's game. And Brent Venables, the Clemson defensive coordinator, was in charge of recruiting that area. Four foreclums in that area in Georgia and he remembers coming across these guys when they were freshmen and sophomores in high school and and realizing very quickly that these were going to be two of the very best quarterbacks in the country and here we are in the class of 2018 they were the number one and number two overall recruits Lawrence first field second Lawrence took over as the starting quarterback at Clemson as a true freshman in 2018 and led the Tigers to a national title. He's undefeated in his college football career, but Justin Fields is also undefeated as a starter. Started off at Georgia last year, transferred to Ohio State, and now here we are on the other side of the country. And Trevor Lawrence remarked at how kind of crazy it is that it took coming to Scottsdale, Arizona, Glendale, Arizona is where the game will take place on Saturday. But this is where these two guys will finally be able to take the field against each other. This is not going away. They were competitors in high school. They were competitors on the recruiting circuit. They were the top two recruits in their class. They very well may be the top two quarterbacks in the NFL draft a year from now, but right now this semifinal in many ways will come down to Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields, and then the 2020 college football season may come down to that. These two very accomplished quarterbacks who have absolutely lived up to the hype. We're going to finally see them on the field on Saturday. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, the story of this Fiesta Bowl, and maybe the story of college football in 2020. Chase Young is the best defensive player in the country. He's a unanimous first-team All-American. And how is Clemson going to handle him? How teams are dealing with Chase Young has been an overriding storyline for Ohio State this season. There were many teams in the Big Ten early on who could not figure out what to do with Chase Young. The result was that Chase Young went crazy. For instance, he had four sacks against Wisconsin. But later in the year, teams found a better way to handle him. I think maybe he didn't play quite as well late in the year as he did early in the year. But now these two teams, Clemson and Ohio State, on a 21-day break from championship conference weekend until this Fiesta Ball on December 28th. So how will Clemson block Chase Young? Well, the guy who might get a lot of action there is sophomore left tackle Jackson Carmen who was an Ohio native. He was a guy that Ohio State wanted in recruiting. He surprised a lot of people when he chose Clemson in the recruiting process. That was a big deal in Ohio. Um, Chase Young and Jackson Carmen already seemingly exchanging some thoughts via social media and that kind of thing. They are very aware of each other. And how Clemson is able to block Chase Young is going to be a very much a determining factor in this game. Um, Chase Young said if they can keep Trevor Lawrence off-balance, the Clemson quarterback sort of jittery back there is the word that he used, and that's going to be in Ohio State's favor. If Trevor Lawrence has all kinds of time, then Ohio State's going to be in trouble. Part of Ohio State's defensive philosophy – um, a lot of it matches up with Clemson, right? They're going to play three cornerbacks who are NFL-level cornerbacks. They're going to trust their secondary, but they have to get pressure on Trevor Lawrence, and so Chase Young is a huge part of this game plan for both teams, and it may come down to an Ohio native Jackson Carman, the left tackle for Clemson, who's tasked with trying to stop him. Watch this on Saturday night. Does Clemson double team Chase Young a lot? Do they have a tight end or a running back there to help Jackson Carmen? Does Chase Young move around a lot? Is he going from the left side of the line to the right side of the line to kind of floating in the middle of the line? Ohio State will want to get him freed up. If Chase Young is not a big part of this game, it's probably going to be very difficult for Ohio State to win. So Chase Young versus Jackson Carmen. Another matchup to watch in the Fiesta Bowl on Saturday. Ohio State secondary is a huge part of this matchup with Clemson in the December 28th Fiesta Bowl. Three years ago, Clemson beat Ohio State 31 to nothing. That was Deshaun Watson, one of the great college football players in the modern era, who beat Ohio State that night. But the biggest deal for Ohio State that night in the Fiesta Bowl playoff semifinal in 2016 was not the 31. Giving up 31 to Deshaun Watson that night actually wasn't that bad. It was the zero. So Ohio State obviously has to score in this game. But this secondary for Ohio State also has to keep has to slow Clemson down. Let's say it that way. Nobody's going to stop Clemson. Nobody's going to eliminate Trevor Lawrence as a passer and eliminate these receivers. But T. Higgins and Justin Ross are two top-level six-foot-four NFL-type receivers, who Ohio State defensive coordinator Greg Madison said they catch everything in their area. They go up and fight you for the ball. Lots of great receivers, Madison said, have moments where they catch one, they drop one, they catch one, they drop one. He said these Clemson guys catch them all the time. So what's the answer for Ohio State? Sean Wade, Damon Arnett, Jeffrey Okuda. Three future high draft picks in the NFL. In 2016, this Ohio State secondary had four future first round picks. Malik Hooker at safety and Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward, and Garyon Conley at corner. Now, you may think, well, You know, well, Clemson still scored 31 on those guys. Again, keep it in context. Deshaun Watson was held to fewer than 300 passing yards by Ohio State in that semifinal. He threw for 420 yards in the national championship win over Alabama a week and a half later. So that's what Clemson was doing three years ago. So Ohio State actually did have a little bit of a plan for Clemson. They need that same kind of plan here. Tony Elliott, the Clemson co-offensive coordinator, when asked about this Ohio State secondary compared to three years ago, said – They look like the same guys. So if Jeff Okuda and this group look as good as Marshawn Lattimore and that group, that's a good thing for Ohio State. Again, the idea is not stop Clemson, it's slow down Clemson. We're talking about that on our Buckeye Talk podcast this week. We'll be covering that leading up to the game and certainly writing about that at Cleveland.com. Watch that storyline, the Ohio State corners versus the Clemson receivers. Some history on the line here for Ohio State in this Clemson Fiesta Bowl. The Buckeyes 0-3 against Clemson Lifetime, and people have wondered a bit about Maybe the Hex, maybe the, the the jinx of Charlie Bauman. He's the guy that Woody Hayes slugged in the nineteen seventy eight Gator Bowl that was the beginning of the end of Woody Hayes' career as Ohio State's head coach. That was against Clemson. That was Ohio State's first matchup with Clemson, and the Tigers won that one. The next game was 2013 in the Orange Bowl after Ohio State lost in the Big Ten Championship to Michigan State when they thought they might be headed to the college uh, football national championship. They wind up in the Orange Bowl against a Clemson program that was just on the rise at that point. And in that game, quarterback Braxton Miller got hit, hurt his shoulder. It affected him in that game, and it was the end of his career as a quarterback at Ohio State. He reaggravated that shoulder injury in preseason camp before 2014, missed the whole 2014 season. When he came back in 2015, he was a receiver. So the second time Ohio State lost to Clemson, and that game was close. It didn't cost him a coach, but it cost him a quarterback, and one of the best players in recent Ohio State history. That was the end of Braxton Miller as a quarterback. So then in 2016, three years ago, Ohio State plays Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl, gets shut out 31 to nothing. And Ohio State had to make some changes after that game. They sort of made some changes to the offensive staff. That's where Ryan Day was hired a week later as the offensive coordinator with Ed Warner and Tim Beck uh, ushered aside. So the three losses in Ohio State history to Clemson have been not just a loss on the field, but things that caused lasting changes, created lasting changes in the Ohio State football program. So That's where this is. This is not a hex, though. This is not a a jinx at this point. This is just a really good football team. We're past the point where we might be talking about what happened uh, 40 years ago um, between Woody Hayes and a Clemson player. We're talking about two of the best programs in college football and how important this game is for Ohio State, not because of Clemson history but because of who Clemson is right now. And Clemson is a team on the national stage that is kind of standing in Ohio State's way. So this would be an excellent time for the Buckeyes. Buckeyes to get that first win over Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl. Make sure you're listening to Buckeye Talk, uh, our podcast during the week, and reading about it all at cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State's place in college football is on the line here. Right now, if you evaluated... The best programs in college football, not best teams this year, but best programs in recent history, year to year, who do you expect to be there? I think everybody would agree Alabama and Clemson are on a different level than everybody else right now. Uh, in the six-year history of the college football playoff, Clemson and Alabama have each made the playoff five times. Alabama made it every season except this current one. Clemson has made it every season except the first one in 2014. Ohio State is a cut below that. Somewhere in there with Oklahoma and Georgia and Ohio State programs like that, they are not at Clemson and Alabama's level. They're just not. Uh, Ohio State won that national championship in the first playoff season in 2014, Ohio State back in the playoff in 2016. But this is Ohio State's only their third playoff appearance in the six years. So Ohio State will not fall. It will not lose its place in college football if it loses to Clemson. But if Ohio State beats Clemson with what Ohio State has done, even without making the playoff, how close they have been, that now in the six years of the playoff, this is where Ohio State has been in the final rankings. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Not in order, but they've occupied all six of those spots. They're number two this year. So Ohio State has been as close as you can be to making the playoff every year and still only getting there three out of six years. But for Ohio State to beat Clemson here... Ohio State has already beaten Alabama on the playoff stage. They beat the Crimson Tide in the semifinal before beating Oregon in the championship game in 2014. To beat Clemson on a similar path, to set up a chance against Oklahoma or LSU in the national championship game, very well might vault Ohio State back into that top level that they've been very close to, but clearly not at in recent years. When you haven't made the playoffs since 2016, when you haven't scored a point in the playoffs since 2014, you can't be considered on the same level as Alabama or Clemson. But with a win against Clemson... I think Ohio State would elevate itself in its standing in college football right now. And then I think when you say who are the best programs in college football, if Ohio State wins, I think you say Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State. That's what's on the line for the Buckeyes. Obviously, they're trying to finish off an undefeated 15-0 national championship season, but this is beyond just right now. This is where Ohio State is viewed in the college football landscape in the modern era. Listen to all of our insight on our Buckeye Talk podcast from cleveland.com. Read up on the Buckeyes at cleveland.com slash OSU. I'm Doug Maurice. Thanks so much for listening to Buckeye Headlines from Buckeye Talk at cleveland.com.